Am I the meanest? Pawn's drunk. Am I the prettiest? Pawn's drunk. Am I the baddest mofo low down around this town? Pawn's drunk. Well, who am I? Pawn's drunk. Who am I? Pawn's drunk. I can't hear you. Pawn's drunk. AKA Mr. Moo shot himself. Of Harlem. You already know this is Punch on Boxing, a.k.a. Mr. Moonshot himself. Ah, ladies and gentlemen, you see the thumbnail? You see the title? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aren't we tired? Aren't we tired, ladies and gentlemen? Aren't we tired listening to the same old over-marinated fight? Bud Crawford versus Earl Spence. Terrence Crawford versus Earl Spence. Earl Spence versus Bud Crawford, 60-40. Side of the street. Bob Arum, Al Heyman. Why the fight is not happening? Who should take more of the money? No, he deserved more. No, his pay-per-view sells more. No, no, my paper. I've done more. I got more belts. I'm the real pound for pound. No, I'm the real pound for pound. No, I'm not going to fight you now. Well, fight me later. Uh -uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aren't we tired? Aren't we tired, ladies and gentlemen? Over-marinating fight. You know how over-marinated food tastes? You don't want no damn over-marinated food. Over-marinated, over-seasoned. Trying to get some hot blood pressure around here. You know they ain't healthy for us. Shout out to everybody in the building. You already know, man. Smash the like button. Smash the like button, my friends. This side of the street. No, this side of the street. I'm worth more. No, you, no, I'm worth more. No, I worth more. No, I'm worth more. I've been to three division world class. What about you? You stayed in the, you stayed in the 147. What have, what have you done? Who have you fought? But I have fought more. But you haven't fought nobody. Never had a chance. You the one that signed the extension. Uh, well, leave Bob Arum. No, leave Bob Al Heyman. No, why well, they don't put me in the PBC in the telecast? No, why? No, uh, no. Shout out to everybody in the comment box. Shout out to everybody. Y'all already know. First and foremost, God bless each and every one of y'all. Are we tired? Damn it, I said, aren't we tired of the same old bullshit? Excuse my language. Damn it, it's a Christian show. Are you drunk? Nah. Bud and Earl Spence drunk. Damn. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Are we tired, man? And the more that we talk about it, and I know, look, it's a dream fight. We all want to see that fight. We all want to see Buck Crawford. We all want to see Buck Crawford versus Earl Spence. But you know what, man? It's over-marinated, man. For how long are we going to be talking about it? I've been saying on my channel for quite some time that the fight ain't never going to happen. It's not going to happen. And I did believe that after Sergey Lipinyev versus um Custodio uh, um Clayton, I thought with that would have would have dropped the the IBF mandatory. 
Because y'all already know that Earl Spence is fighting Danny Smith Garcia as a voluntary defense, not as a mandatory. He already fought a unification bout. So you already know you fought a unification bout. They gave you a voluntary. You got to face your, 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 um, your, your mandatory. So the Sergey Lipinet draw made this a open opportunity for Bud and Spence. But now Buzz said, you ain't no worth no 64. I ain't gonna get no damn 40. I've done more than you. And he, he called Earl Spence a small career. And it's still amazing to me that people still talking about this fight and wanting this fight. Like, yo, come on, it's over-marinated, man. Y'all already know that Buck Crawford is in the back end of his prime. Yes, he's doing wonderful, but he's in the back end of his prime. Is this... Oh, Manny Pacquiao and Flo Mayweather all over again. I don't know. I don't think so. But Crawford said, I don't need Earl Spence. I do believe him. Earl Spence might say that I don't need Bud, and I do believe him. So why all the hell are we climbing for this fight? Because they hyped it up for us. huh? They hyped this fight up. Hyped this fight up so much that we're not thinking logically. Yeah, they got the strap. Yeah, they got the strap. So I can't say that. Smash the like button. Let me say what's up to the people out here. Let me see what's up to the people. What's good, love? What's good, Ab? What's good, Ab? What's good, Yams? What's good, UGC in the building? What's good, Ab? What's good, Jay Cooley? What's good? Chris Chop. Retro Boxing. What's good? Miguel. Dimelo. 92. Lisa. What's good? I know it's kind of late. I know. Happy hour Thursday. Took a power nap. And I was I was reluctant to, to do a live show because I'm like, are we going to be talking about what everybody else is talking about? But no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm going to be talking about the Earl Spence and Book Crawford. But what about Danny? What about him? Does anybody care about Danny? Does anybody care about Swift? What is it? What about me? What about me? I'm fighting December 5th too. You want me to throw a monkey wrench? I'm one of the top heavyweights of the world. But what about me? What about me? <laughs> that got to be some hell of a motivation for Danny Swift Garcia coming into the December 5th fight versus Errol Spence that everybody want to just oversee Danny and, and it's Errol Spence and Bud Crawford. What a total disrespect. We're talking about a sport in which you're not supposed to be overlooking your opponent. Oh, is Errol Spence going inside, inside this fight, looking at this fight like it's a tune-up? What is it? Is Danny Tom Garcia all of a sudden a tune-up? Oh, what's going on here, y'all? Y'all getting hyped up too much. Didn't y'all see in the welterweight division that actually Sean Porter has humbled everybody else? Ain't nobody heads above shoulder anybody in the welterweight division in the top five, top six. Ain't nobody head above shoulders above anybody. They want you to believe that Bud Crawford is way better than everybody else. They want you to believe that Earl Spence is way better than everybody else. They want you to believe that. But no, Sean Porter has humbled everybody. Everybody that probably would have thought that Earl Spence and Bud Crawford is out of this world is all the way to the top and stuff like that. No, 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 no. Sean Porter has humbled everything. So you need some you need, you need a fighter like that in the welterweight division or any type of division when you think so highly of somebody and somebody, you know, humble your mind. 
Come on, Punch. Spence is going to stop Danny, and I'm not even a Spence fan. Why you think that? When have you seen Danny being stopped? See, I, in my psyche, if I see somebody get knocked out, I may come into the fight and be like, you know what? He's going to get knocked out. If I see Danny some Garcia being close to being stopped, then I'll be like, you know what? Danny some Garcia could be stopped. But this is what I mean about the disrespect analogy in people. Now, is, is, is Earl Spence has the quality to stop a fighter? Yes, but have you seen Danny Silva Garcia being stopped? No. Have you seen Danny Silva Garcia being knocked out? No. So why would you think that a fight with Danny Silva Garcia, after, after going to a fight with Sean Porter, which it could go either way, they, they, they uh, um, performed well versus Keith and Tom Thurman, but even the scorecard had a split decision. What makes you think that, oh my God, yeah, Earl Spence is just going to stop this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Danny, who's Danny? Oh, because he because he couldn't stop Red Catch? Because he couldn't stop Red Catch. Well, Earl Spence couldn't stop Mikey. And Mikey's a 135-pounder. Mikey don't even got abs. It's not like Mikey. Yes, Mikey is is good, is great in his own right. But it's like Mikey. Mikey is not no freak of nature like a Manny Pacquiao. Like he could just jump to 147. Come on, you saw the, the way they look. And Earl Spence threw almost a thousand punches, threw everything in the kitchen sink, making you believe that now he was just working on some skills and showing you that he could box around. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Pay-per-view, knock a motherfucker out. Stop it. Exactly. He's going to stop Danny. Yeah, in what sense? How? How's he going to stop Danny? How's he going to break him down? What, he going to stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with Danny? Yeah, it's going to be that easy, right? Like, Danny got no, no, like, he got no power in them fists, right? He's just going to stand in front of Danny, right? Who you think Danny is? Carlos Ocampo, right? You think, you think he's going to stop Danny like Carlos Ocampo, huh? See, that's what I mean. They disrespect that disrespect Danny. Now you could say that you know what? Earl Spence could be Danny Sub Garcia. That's legit. <laughs> but people don't even go that in the decision. No, they go, yeah. <laughs> Earl, they're gonna stop Danny. In what sense? And don't blame it on the car crash because I had Danny not being stopped by Earl Spence even before the car crash. Because when have we seen Danny get stopped? Why a fighter like this gets disrespected so much? No, Earl Spence is not this Terminator type of fighter. Never was. Never was. He's good. Great at welterweight. But his style was never this Terminator. He's not this one-hit-a-quitter. No, no, no. That's not Earl. People disrespecting the Philly guy. Earl have been rocked before y'all acting. Exactly. He got rocked by Emmanuel Lardy. He got rocked by Emmanuel Lardy. But no, nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody wants to talk about that. And I don't even want to because this we get in the habit of doing this. We get in the habit of trying to discredit, trying to devalue a fighter so we could, so we could you know, hold another fighter up high. That's what we try to do. That's a problem in the sport of boxing. That's a problem with us fans that we always trying to devalue, discredit one so we can uplift the other one. If we just break it down fair, unbossedly, logically, and objectively, we wouldn't come with the conclusion right away that Earl Spence is going to be is going to stop Danny. How? When? 
When have you seen that happen? So you could come with that type of conclusion. How is he going to do it? How is he going to break Danny down? Now, does he have the attributes to do it to Danny? Yes. Does Danny have the attribute to knock out Earl Spence? Yeah, too, because we've seen it happen. Let's not act like Earl Spence didn't go through hell versus Sean Porter. You know why? Because he stays in front of you. Earl Spence stays in line. I'm going to tell you like this. Danny Silvorcio versus Earl Spence. Both of these guys have in the habit of staying right in front of your face. Both of them are accurate punchers. Danny Silvorcio started off slow. Dennis Garcia is not a high-volume puncher, in which Earl Spence is probably the highest high-volume puncher in the welterweight division, which keeps him in the fight. Earl Spence got grit, got heart. Man, you have to kill him. If you catch him once, he's going to try to catch you three, one, three, three times. He's trying to hit you with two or three pieces. That's Earl Spence. Earl Spence, yo, he got grit. It is not easy beating that man. He's a strong man. Dennis Garcia is a strong man too. Now you may look at Danny Silva Garcia and you don't be like, damn, he don't got that. He's not very, very fast. He's not very, very, it's nothing athletically special about Danny or something like that. Danny looked like a guy that is not even a fighter really. But even, even in the 140 pounds, he was never mentioned a pound for pound, right? But you know what? He had a better resume at 140 then Buck Crawford had a better resume than 140. Regardless that, uh, that, that Buck Crawford did become undisputed 140, that doesn't mean that he had it easier. No, that doesn't mean that he that, that he did more than Danny Sub Garcia in 140. See, Danny Sub Garcia been battle tested ever since the beginning. Mia Khan. Was supposed to beat him. Lucas Metise was supposed to beat him. Lamont Peterson. The battles with Herrera, a veteran, crafty veteran. Keith Thurman, it's not like he dropped his stock. Sean Porter, he ain't dropped his stock. And that's why you see Danny Sol Garcia in the fight with Earl Spence right now. Because even when Danny Sol Garcia loses, he loses respectfully. His stock don't drop like that. Danny Cabal could get his ass, his butt whipped. That doesn't mean he's going to get his ass stopped. What's good, Carlo? Everyone's saying Danny gonna give Earl's problem or Danny will go the distance. Anyone seriously picking Danny to win? You know what? You know what, B? You know what, B? I mean, it don't hurt me. I'm picking Danny to win. I am picking Danny to win. Yep, I am. And why not? Yeah, picking Danny to win. And what? Am I saying that Earl Spence don't have the quality to beat Danny or stop him? Yeah. I had this fight 55-45. Earl Spence winning. 
But like I said a thousand times on my channel, ain't nobody head and shoulders above anybody in the top welterweights. Anybody could lose to each other. Earl Spence could lose to a bud, but could lose to Earl Spence. But could lose to a Sean Porter. Sean Porter could lose to a bud. Thurman could beat Bud. Bud could beat Thurman. Thurman could beat Spence. Spence could beat Thurman. Manny Pacquiao could beat all of them. All of them could beat Manny Pacquiao. People thought that Ugas beat Sean Porter. I had him a point winning. Everybody's highly capable of beating Nate. That's what I'm saying. I don't even know what. Would you be shocked if Danny beats Earl? Would you be shocked if Danny beats Earl? And if you are going to be shocked, why? Why? What give you? Why? Why would you be shocked if he beats Earl? Danny gets all these opportunity without being a champ, but Keith not so much. Well, he's been more than an active. I think he'll get these opportunities. I think he'll get these opportunities. Damn, I want to sneeze, but I can't sneeze. You know when you want to sneeze, but you can't sneeze? Damn it, come out. Prime fight champion. I will be shocked because Dennis Garcia don't throw enough. Well, if it goes to a decision, I got Earl Spence, of course. Because of, the, because of that reason, Smoke. But y'all think that Danny can't hurt Spence? Is there indication that y'all think that Danny can't hurt Spence? And please, if he hurts Spence, don't blame it on the car crash. Okay? Because when Lardy did stung Earl Spence, it wasn't a car crash involved. Earl Spence, Earl beats everyone at 147. I believe he could beat everybody at 147. And I think that he could lose to everybody in the top of 147 too. That's what I'm saying. Ain't nobody head and above shoulders above anybody in the 147. From the top guys? Nah. If they all come in their A game, no injuries lingering, nothing like that. Everybody comes in their A game. Everybody could, they could lose. Could lose. They could win. I think if Red Cash can go, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. We're going back to the Red Cash. So the Red, the Red, the Red is the guy that tells you that Danny Sub Garcia can't beat Earl Spence. If we look at a lot of matchups like that, there's a lot of matchups like that. There's a lot of matchups like that. You think that Mikey Garcia never got dropped before? Mikey Garcia got dropped by a less powerful fighter than the Earl Spence. So are we going to look at Red Cats thinking that, oh, no, it's, it's he went 12 with him. There's no way that he could beat him. Styles make fights, y'all. Styles make fights. And I'm going to tell you like this. I know for a damn sure that, that Danny Sub Garcia is not training for Earl Spence like he did Red Cat. Like he did Red Catch. You know that. Everybody know that. 
He said, I hope Danny wins so he can get the Manny Pacquiao fight. Matter of fact, if I hope if I hope that Danny wins, it's so we won't be talking about this Bud and Spence over and over and over again. Over and over and over again. Throw that monkey wrench. There was a time I wanted a monkey wrench that was thrown in 154. It happened. I wanted a monkey wrench that was thrown in the heavyweight division. But when Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder was going back and forth, back and forth, nothing happening, back and forth, nothing happening. And now I want a monkey wrench thrown at the welterweight division by Danny Swift Garcia come December 5th because I am tired of hearing this bud and spins and spins and bud and bud and spins and the crossing on the street with the cross guard with no cross guards. And Al Heyman, no, it's Bob. And all the excuses, no, it's you. No, 60-40. No, it's my 60-40. No, no. Where we gonna fight ESPN? No, Fox, Fox, ESPN. No, no. I don't know what you're gonna do. I'm stepping up to you. I'm not in your plans. No, you're not in my plans. No, it's Al Heyman. Hey, we could talk over the phone. Um, yeah, the fight is gonna happen. No, the fight is not gonna happen. Bob Aaron don't wanna promote me. But he that's his job. Well, that's your job. Well, I'm not wasting no more money. What's happening to you on your side? What the hell is happening? No, I'm tired of the bud and the spence shenanigans. I am tired. I need somebody to throw a damn monkey wrench off in this bull. Bullshit. I am tired. I am tired. We keep on talking about this fight. We're done. Boxing is good. Boxing has a lot of fights to look forward to. Fuck the Bud and the Spence. Fuck the Bud versus the Spence. We living in a world right now, man. Technology. We want everything right now. Fuck that shit. I don't want to see that shit. Keep on talking all that bullshit. Fuck the Bud versus the Spence. Now, people want to talk about, oh, yo, why you always want to talk about Teofimo Lopez? You know why? Because Teofimo Lopez got his title versus Richard Comey. Um, Vassalo Machigo got his title versus Luke Campbell. And the next fight, no over-marinated fight. I want to fight the best. The one and two. You fight me, I fight you. Let's do it right now. Let's go. That's the way boxing works. That's the way boxing should work. I'm going to give credit to the people that give us what we want to see. And whatever we want to see is only good to their legacy. So, yeah, you could talk about it. But fuck that, man. I ain't going to be waiting on y'all. Y'all in your 30s. Back end of y'all prime. Get out of here. So we could wait and then see a fight like Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather. Wait all that time to see the most boringest fight that we ever seen in our lives. I don't know. I want to wait for that shit. Danny Sub Garcia going to throw a monkey wrench on December 5th. And there's going to be people that going to be, oh, shit, yo, it was an upset. No, it was not an upset. No, it was not. It was not an upset. No, no. Danny Garcia is highly capable of being Earl Spence, just like he's highly capable of being Bud, too, and, like, and vice versa. You know what will surprise us in the welterweight division? You know who's the who's the test, like I said earlier, that could bring that that could make us think that, all right, this guy is heads and shoulders above everybody else. If you knock out Sean Porter. If somebody knocks out Sean Porter, then I'm like, whoa, that's the guy. 
That is the man. Because we never see somebody do that. It's Sean. That's the guy. But Sean Porter actually humbles everybody up. Lewis Thurman versus um, Crawford. Great fight. And I'm not saying these fights are not great. I'm just saying that this fight, this fight with Bud and Earl Spence already had a bunch of windows to this fight to be had to, to make it happen. And what do you put it this way? What do we hear in the welterweight division? Let's stick to the welterweight division. What do we hear about this, Bud? What, what do we hear about Thurman? What do we hear about Thurman? Oh, he's a ducker. He don't want to fight. He's a ducker. He's a ducker. He's a ducker. And everybody was frustrated. Most of the boxing fans was frustrated at Keith One Time Thurman, right? Yeah, Bud and and, and, and Bud and Spence have become Keith One Time Thurman. I believe that all of y'all owe Keith Thurman an apology. Owe him an apology. Because y'all loving what y'all hate now. Get out of here. All this time, Keith Thurman is a ducker. Keith Thurman not fighting. Keith Thurman, and look at what Bud and Crawford is doing. The same shit. Y'all owe Keith Thurman an apology. Owe him an apology. Send a contract, man. Send a contract. I got to keep it consistent, y'all. Keep it consistent. Y'all threw Keith Thurman under the table, and I keep, throw these guys under the table just as much. He hasn't fought in a long time. He hasn't fought, well, yeah, he hasn't fought in a long time, almost two years, and what did Bud and Spence do? Y'all had the window to fight. Y'all had the window to fight. Why y'all ain't fight? Why y'all ain't fight? Was Earl Spence supposed to be fighting Mikey Garcia? No. Was Earl Spence could have fought the unification bout, uh, uh, not, not with Sean Porter, but with, uh, but with Buck Crawford? Huh? That's another window that's open. This is another window that was open right now. Because this is Danny Sewell Garcia and Earl Spence was a voluntary defense. Voluntarily. Meaning that Earl Spence could fight whoever he wanted to fight. Buck Crawford had no opponent. That's three times. Three times that this fight has passed. That it was an open window. Nobody was standing in the way. Not even coronavirus. Nothing was standing in the way. Not even no life gate. Nothing was standing in the way. And we're going to be talking about Bud Crawford and Earl Spence. We're going to keep on talking about that. Para la mierda se va esa gente. Para el toilet flush it down, my friend. All the way to the drain, to the river. That's it. No more Bud Crawford and Earl Spence. Esa mierda ya. Vamos para, coño. Let's praise the people that want to give us what we want to see. They can fight whoever they want to fight. But fuck that Bud versus Earl Spence. Let me get a drink. What up, SS? Yeah, y'all motherfuckers owe Keith Thurman an apology. Because at least, at least, these, this guy really never had the window to, he had injuries and surgery. He really didn't have the window to fight these guys. But these guys had the window to fight each other. These guys, these guys have more of an open window. These guys have more of an open window to fight than what the Thurman and the Spence. He's ducking Spence. He's ducking Spence. 
Keith Thurman says back at me, that was the contract. Hmm. Buck Crawford, yeah, 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 send me the contract. All right, Keith Thurman, send me the contract. Hmm. I wonder if I call Brooke. You're asking for too much money. When Keith on top Thurman comes with a contract, now everybody go, hmm. Hmm. Oh, shit. He's talking about contract now. Hmm. Y'all believe the damn bullshit. He's a ducker. He's a ducker. He's a ducker. You know what it is? Y'all motherfuckers is ducking the truth. A lot of y'all so-called fans be ducking the truth. That's what it is. And I'm not talking about the truth, Earl Spence. I'm talking about the truth, 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 the word truth. Take whatever boxing content. Y'all, if a boxing content says Keith Thurman duck everybody, you like Keith Thurman duck everybody. Hmm. Keith Thurman duck everybody. Hmm. Yep. Hmm. Hey, what you think about Thurman and Keith? Good Keith ducking everybody. Where you heard that from? Somebody Keith Thurman ducking everybody. The fuck up. Wake up! Technically wise, fighters don't duck fighters. Managers duck managers. Promoters duck promoters. Do you know the saying in the sport of boxing? I fight, I beat whoever they put in front of me. I fight whoever they put in front of me. Do you know what they is? Who do you know who they is? I fight whoever they put in front of me. You know that's a saying in the sport of boxing. I fight whoever they put in front of me. They are the duckers. They. Who's they? They is the duckers. These fighters been fighting since they was yay high. Book Crawford, er, Book Crawford and Danny Silva Garcia already been fighting like three times. Yo, Danny is afraid of Bud. How the fuck they afraid? They afraid that they've been fighting their whole fucking lives. That's like saying Devin Haney or Ryan Garcia. They they afraid of fighting each other when they already fought like seven times for free. Danny, er, Ryan is scared of Haney. Haney is afraid of Ryan. How? How they fought each other like fucking seven times? If you pay attention more to boxing, you would know fighters are not afraid. This is what they do. Maybe you are afraid because maybe you don't have the bolas to do what they do. Do I believe that Earl Spence want to fight Bud? Yeah. Do I believe that Bud want to fight Earl? Earl. Yeah. Easy. Easy. But the business side of things is not letting it happen. Mr. Moonshine, yes, sir. Smash the like button. It's the promoter's fault. They're not fighting each other. Exactly. Exactly. But also, ladies and gentlemen, business decisions speak louder than words. You heard a saying, talk the talk, walk the walk. For Butter Crawford, business decisions speak louder than words. But Crawford has put himself in a position in which he knew he was gonna be. It was gonna be hard for him to get these welterweight top fighters to fight him, 
because he signed, he signed the extension. Why did you sign the extension? So we already know that Buck Crawford, just like a lot of fighters out there that be like, oh, they go for the money. He went for the money. He went for the money. They can make you believe that everything is for glory. You know signing, you know signing that extension, Buck Crawford, that it was going to be hard for you to get those type of fights with the top welterweights. Thus, Manny Pacquiao leaving top rank, doing something on his own with Golden Boy promotion to do a co-promotion with Manny, pa Manny Pacquiao promotion, Golden Boy to fight Lucas Matisse. He found that it was hard. You know what? I'm going to PBC because I because PBC got the type top um the, the the top welterweights. Business decision. Speak louder than words. Manny Pacquiao, one of the top welterweights. So he went to PBC because PBC has the top welterweights. Business decisions speak louder than words. If Bud wanted these guys, he would have made the business decision to fight these guys. He would have put himself in position to fight these guys. That's it. If Earl Spence, who said he was a boss in front of Bud Crawford, that means he shouldn't listen to Al Heyman. He had a couple of voluntary defense. Remember, Earl Spence has two voluntary defense. Two voluntary defense. That was Mikey Garcia and that right now Danny So Garcia. Look like he got the, he loved the Garcias when it's time to voluntary defense. You know what a voluntary defense means? Means that I could fight whoever I want to fight. If you want to call one duck, call the other one duck. Duck, duck, goose. Yes, it's two ducks. Two ducks. Quack, 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 quack. They speak the same language. Quack, 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 quack. More quack, quack, quack. Quack, 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 quack. Quack, 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 quack. They speak the damn language. They know how they they communicate very, very well. You heard when Bud and Earl Spence said that they talked to each other over the phone. You know how they talk to over the they, 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 you know how they talk to each other over the phone. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to call Earl Spence. Yeah. I yeah, yeah. See, I'm Bud. I'm about to call Earl Spence. Yeah, who you gonna call? I'm about to call Earl. We're gonna be talking about how when we're gonna make this fight happen. Alright? Quack. <laughs> quack, quack. <laughs> Yo, quack, 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 man. Quack, man. Quack, quack, quack. And Earl Spence on the other line. Earl Spence on the other line telling you. Now, yeah, I'm, talk I'm talking to Bud. Yeah, what y'all talking about? What y'all talking about? Yeah, we talking about that. We're going to make the fight happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Quack. <laughs> yeah, quack, quack. Quack, quack. Quack 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 That's how they communicate. If you're gonna call one a duck, the other one is a duck too. If you're gonna call one a duck, then the other one is a duck. Because they're the one that's looking at each other. That's the conversation with both of them. When are you gonna fight me? Quack, 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 quack. Well, 
I gotta wait to see what Bud. I mean, what what what, what Bob Arum is gonna do? Quack 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 <laughs> quack on this side of the street. You quack on the on this side of the street. Quack 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 No, no, quack 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 But quack 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 No quack 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 Keep it consistent. Keep it consistent, y'all. And this is why we got to humble ourselves, man. This is why we got to break things down unbiasedly, logically, and objectively. See, the problem that we talk like this is because we like to diminish other fighters to bring other fighters up. For no damn reason. You're not getting paid by them. They're not sending you a check and saying, believe in all the bullshit. Believe in all my bullshit. And that is us as fans. We're fighting amongst each other. And then we're degrading one each other too. And they're just sitting back there laughing, having a conversation through the phone. Quack, 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 quack. Look at all these dumb YouTubers and shit like that coming up with these damn stupid videos. <laughs> quack, 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 quack. Smash the like button, ladies and gentlemen. Smash the like button. I know it was laying the East Coast. My child is still up. You hear her? You hear her? There's other fighters that spoil it for the whole bunch. Hey. This is why I don't care what people say about Punch. This is why I praise the guys like Teofimo Lopez. Because not only did he challenge himself, he's doing it right away. I don't need a tune-up. I want to fight the best now. The best want to fight the other best. I want to unify right now. That's it. 4.2 million views. Can you tell me the last time when Buck Crawford had 4 million people viewing him? Hmm? No, no, no. They're promoting Vasilumachenko better than they do Bud. No, 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 no. They promote Bud. They do a hell of a job promoting Bud. They do a hell of a job promoting Bud. Yes, they do a hell of a job promoting Bud. The problem is, is that when Bud gets the ball, you know what I'm saying? When they pass him the ball, because the promoter does this. A promoter can't do an interview for you. So the promoter puts you in position so you can sell the fight too. Because a fighter's job is to sell the fight too. Remember, boxers don't want to be like they're owned by promoters. They want the promoters. They want to say that they're partners with promoters. And it's a fighter's job to also sell the fight. Yes, it's your job to promote the fight. But fighters, it's also your job to sell the fight. That's why there's press conferences. That's why there's interviews leading to a fight. 
That's why there's these pre-commercials and stuff like that. That's why. To sell the fight. So if if, if Bob Arum, top rank, says, you know what? We're going to get you this interview where uh, you're going to be on first take. You already know that first take has a high traffic of fans all around the world. You already know that ESPN is the leading sports network. This is the leading sports show. So, bud, go out there. We got you an interview with first take. Knock it out the park. That's what they say business-wise. Knock it out the park. Knock him out, kid. And then he gets into an interview. Now, that's when Bob Averman top rank has to sit back. And now, Bud Crawford has to deliver. But this is what Bud Crawford says. Hey, so Bud, what do you think about so what do you think about Earl Spence and what do you think about the fight and uh, versus Kell Brook? Kell Brook, uh, um, I mean, um, I think he's gonna come out of fight good. Oh yeah, so what, what, how how you think you're gonna end it? How you think you um well, yeah um, I'm gonna do what I do. So how you think you're gonna do it? Well, I, I can't predict what I'm gonna go, but. You're not selling the fight, bro. You're not selling the fight. Get out of that shell. Don't tell me that 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 Buck Crawford is not being promoted. He is heavily promoted. He is heavily promoted. Oh, oh, oh no. He's promoting Lumachenko and then they bring the race car. No, he's promoting Lumachenko more. La, 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 la. It's not about promotion. It's about a culture, a culture that knows how to support others. That's loyal to others. If you want to blame Bob, you want to blame Bob? You want to blame Bob? No, 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 no. Blame the culture. You do a bad job in supporting, supporting the culture. You're doing a bad job to support your American fighter. You are the problem, not top rank. Fans are the problem. Those millions of fans that support Bud, you are the problem. In the UK, they will take a plane to fly out here and support their, their, their guy. No, you will let you will let Earl Spence go to UK. You ain't gonna fly out there. Nah, I ain't gonna fly out there. You crazy, man. I got a lot of shit to do. Anthony Joshua comes out here. Ricky Hatton comes out here. Let it lose. You're gonna see the UK fans coming. They buy out Las Vegas. They buy out Las Vegas to support their fighter. So don't tell me these guys don't get promoted. It's because the culture of America, we sit on our asses and we don't promote them. We sit on our asses and we don't cheer like the guys in the UK. When the fighters out here come from the UK, you see a whole crowd. You think we in the UK. They have a chant. They cheer for their fighters. No, 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 no. When, our, when, when, when American fighters go out there and fight, we think it's our party. We too, we get jiggy out like it's a fucking club. Huh? We don't want to cheer too much. We just sit in the cut. It's culture. Our culture is sucks. That's what it is.
And don't blame it on the, oh, there's a lot of sports going on. Shut the fuck up. There is no sports going on. Our culture is to talk shit about our fighters. Their culture is to hold their their, their, their fighters dearly. That's the culture in America. In America, our culture is that we will build you up as a prospect. Once you become that guy, we want to tear you down. And then we love the Cinderella story because we love the comeback story. This is what we do. That's the culture in America. We like you, love you, and then we're like, <laughs> get out of here. Y'all bum, bring you down. And then we want to see you. How can you pick yourself up? And then... Yeah, all right, all right. Okay, you could you could weather the storm. This is what we do in America. That's our culture. And it's fucked up. That's our culture. That's why Bud could have all these accolades and we go around and say, he ain't fight nobody. He ain't fight nobody. That's us. We bring Bud down. I heard that shit. I heard that shit growing up with Mike Tyson. He ain't fight nobody. Yeah, he's a fucking kid that's knocking out grown-ass men. He ain't fight nobody. I heard that with Roy Jones Jr. Roy Jones Jr. beat Hopkins. Roy Jones Jr. beat uh, um, James Tony. You know when he beat Hopkins? Oh, well, that was when Hopkins was young. Hopkins was 28 years old. What you need to say is Roy Jones Jr. was just ahead of his time. That's what you're supposed to say. Roy Jones Jr. was ahead of his time, but no, even when Roy Jones Jr. beat Hopkins and beat James Tony, he ain't fighting nobody. He ain't fighting nobody. That's our culture. Our culture is trash because we trash our fighters instead of lifting them up. The same culture that says, well, Deontay Wilder knocking everybody out. Well, he don't know how to box. Well, he don't know how to box. That's our fucking culture. Don't blame it on promotion. Don't blame it. You blame it on the culture. You don't know how to support the fighters. America does not know how to support and be loyal to its fighters. That's the real problem. It's not Bob Arum. It's not Eddie Hearns. How Eddie Hearn promotes, how Eddie Hearn promotes Katie Taylor. How do they promote Clarissa Shields? How do they promote Amanda Serrano? See the difference? Amanda Serrano, 7th Division World Champion. Have you gone to her fight? 7th Division World Champion. And people shit on her. Because this is what we do in America. We shit on our fighters. This is what we do. So when we shit on our fighters, and we shit on them heavily, then everybody else says, we're the media of the world. Since we're the media of the world, America shits on its fighters. What do you think the whole world is going to do? What do you think the whole world is going to do?
Did Mayweather make his money? Did Mayweather make his money because people was desperate to see him win? No, he made his money because people are desperate to see him lose. That's pathetic in itself. That you make another man wealthy because you're desperate to see the man downfall. That's sick. We are a sick culture, bro. We are a sick culture. And there's nobody else to blame but our culture. Flo Mayweather, one of the greatest that ever laced them up, made all the money that he had because people are so desperate to see a downfall because this is what we like to see in America. This is why drama, drama is always sells. That's why newspapers always sell with drama. You buy a newspaper, you don't want to hear a, a, a great story. You don't want to read a great story. You want to see drama. That's why people love to see love and hip-hop because you love drama. You like to see downfalls. That's why you like to see drug addicts. You like to see downfalls. This is America culture. And you so busy trying to blame it on Bob Arum. Get the fuck out of here. You blame it on yourself. Nah, 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 nah. Oh, you think Muhammad Ali was loved? No, he was hated. When Mike Tyson went down for rape, what did Mike Tyson say in his interview? Who was there for him? Huh? Who was there for him? When Mike Tyson, when Mike Tyson had um, went through rape, who was there for him? After, who gave him money for his lawyers after to appeal the cases and shit like that? The guy that you all, you all, that there have been a machine for you to hate. <laughs> Trump. If it wasn't for Trump in the 80s and the early 90s, where would boxing be? But you're trained to hate. This is America. It's America. We don't love great stories. We don't love to support. We love because our American culture, we are insecure culture. We are an insecure culture. Yes, Kemar. Americans only support a Rocky Balboa. <laughs> yep. We are insecure culture. You don't see it. Ryan Garcia doing his thing. Undefeated fighter. He's a social media star. He's a social media star. Fuck him. He's a social media star. We just hate and hate and keep on hating. This is what we do. And then when these fighters don't get their just due, we blame everybody else. No, it's our fault. It's our fault that Mayweather is hated. But I'm going to tell you like this. Go watch a flick. 
to see how they treat Mayweather when he's outside of the country. When he goes to the UK, they love Floyd Mayweather. When Mike Tyson goes outside of the country, no, they treat him like royalty. Kings want to see Mike Tyson. Kings. He visits kings. No political official. Mike Tyson visits kings. Muhammad Ali visits kings. Over here, they're not even welcome to the White House. Manny Pacquiao is treated like a king in this country. A king. Over here, they won't even treat you like a king in your own block. You think anybody keeps you away from gaining or success in your own neighborhood? Or the less fortunate neighborhood? You think that everybody keeps you away from that? No, 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 no. Your own people keeps you away from succeeding. Wilder was invited to the White House, yeah, and what they called them. Right, old dog? Wilder was invited to the White House and what they called him. Oh, he's effed up while they were trying to well, while they was doing something great for Jack Johnson. Who was doing something great for Jack Johnson? Trump. Who's the guy that's hated? Trump. We're just haters, man. We're just haters. And I suggest to everybody that's outside of America when we're talking about boxing, don't debate too much with us Americans. Don't debate because we're just a bunch of haters. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it honest. We don't want to agree with anybody. If you say the sky is blue, and, and, and if you say it, they're going to be like, no, but the sky is purple. Aye. This, th 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 this headphone is black. No. It's dark, 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 dark purple. That's our culture, man. That's our culture. Why? Why? Then we come into the... Why does... Why does Mexican and American or Mexican and black fighters, why does it sell? I'm going to tell you like this. What have you seen in attire? Who panders to who? You know why they pander to the Mexican culture? It's because they know that the culture don't support them. When you see Earl Spence in his face in his first pay-per-view bout, what he's wearing? The Mexican colors. He's not wearing the American colors. You know why he's you know why he comes with the with the Mexican colors? It's because he knows. He knows. That his fan base is probably more Mexican. You know why Flo Mayweather in his biggest fight in his life? What's he wearing? The Mexican colors. Javante Tang Davis in the biggest pay-per-view. The first pay-per-view of his career. Headlining. What is he wearing? The Mexican colors. They wear the Mexican colors because they know that their own don't support them the way that other coaches will support them. See, it's about culture, really. There's just different coaches that love to support either boxing 
or either their countrymen. Our culture is to hate on them. That's our culture. That's our culture. Yet, we the one that scream out, F your shit is effed up. Shit is effed up. When we don't get what we want, shit is effed up. Then we, we pull the race card. Uh, race, uh, race, get uh, the fuck out of here. I'm fucking damn racist. You fucking hate yourself. Nobody no fucking damn racist. Ain't nobody damn racist. You just envy that, that there's other coaches that know how to support their own better than your own. That's it. That's what it is. And I'm talking about American culture. I'm talking about American culture. I'm talking about Latino that, that adopted the American culture. I'm talking about the Asians that adopted the American culture. I'm talking about black America. I'm talking about American culture. It's not a black, white, black, nothing. This is a American culture thing. Get out. The truth hurts. If you can't take it, get out. Go to them other channel that's be spitting you lies. I'm too true. I'm, I'm, too, I'm, I'm too real. I'm too real that it hurts. I'm too real it hurts. It's just like that other dude. The dude, there was a dude that called into another show and he goes, Yo, I heard Punch Drunk. Yo, that guy don't ever go to his channel. You know what he said? He said this about this and this about us and this about this. Yo, don't go. That guy, man, I'm livid. I can't believe he said that. Anybody that knows Punch Drunk, don't ever go to his channel. Yo, this guy said this. And you know what he said in the end? He said, but what he was saying, you know, it's true. We have to stick together and stuff like that. Yeah, motherfucker, the thing is, the truth hurts. Everybody I hear knows what the fuck I'm talking about. Everybody out here knows who the fuck I'm talking about. If you live in the hood, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. You just a beta male. You just a beta male. You can't take the truth. Problem ain't Bob. The problem is the culture. So when somebody says that Buck Crawford is selling sixty thousand versus um um what's a postal or selling a mere oh he sold a hundred a uh, hundred tickets versus a mere con. Oh Bob Aaron don't know how to promote. No, you don't know how to support. It's not that Bob Aaron didn't didn't promote. It's that you didn't support him. Y'all didn't come out and support Bud. Don't blame it on Bobby. Bobby Arim. Bob is about money. In this business, green, green is the color. You failed Bud. The American public failed Bud. You failed him. Not Bob. You failed him. He made 60000 he made two hundred. He made a hundred thousand on um, pay per view buys, and it was weak. It's because of your weak support. You are the weak ones. Yo, good looking out, my brother. Um, truth, son, what's good, man? Good looking out. I appreciate that, my brother. I appreciate it. Good looking out. God bless, man. So we are going to support Bud versus taxi drivers. Yeah, support him. Yeah, support Bud while he's fighting cab drivers. They do it to everybody else. 
That's the problem. Oh, I'm not gonna support Bud because he's because he's fighting a cab driver. You supposed to you supposed to support Bud in any fight that he fights. Support him. He's out there still putting his life on the line to feed his damn family and entertaining your ass. Now, if you don't want to watch Bud, don't watch Bud. But don't critique another man that's stepping inside the ring to fight another man that is trained eight to ten weeks to be your ass. That's our problem. You think the Filipino people is it, it, going to be like, oh, Casimero is, is fighting Duke. Forget him. No, they're going to support him regardless. They want the Inoue fight, but they're going to support Casimero. And he was happy about Casimero in that fight. The UK saw Josh Taylor knock this dude out, put him out in the stretcher. The UK people love what Josh Taylor did. Yeah, they're gonna, they go, they want to see Jose Ramirez, but they're still going to support Josh Taylor. We're the ones that be like, oh, he's going to fight him? Fuck him. And even when he wins, and even when he gets a decent fight, well, he ain't fight the fight. That's why Deontay Wilder could go and, and knock out this person and knock out this person and make 10 defenses and tie Muhammad Ali. And then he gets and then he gets a, a, a draw. He gets dropped. I told you he wasn't that good. One loss after he knocks out everybody he's ever faced. Every man he has ever faced. He gets one loss. I told you he wasn't. I told you he can't box. We're the guys that go and diminish our fighters. Teddy Atlas tells the whole world, this guy can't fight. Beautiful promotion. Great job, Teddy. You just told the whole world that an American fighter can't fight. That's knocking everybody out. That that's just an illusion. He can't fight. Thank you, Teddy. Teddy, thank you. This is what I mean. What did Anthony Joshua said to Tyson Fury before fighting Deontay Wilder? Tyson Fury, if you need me, if you need me, I will spar with you. So you could bring that, that belt back to the UK. Right? Back to the UK. What a support. My man, my man, Deontay Wilder can't even get support for Mike Tyson nor Flo Mayweather. They both had Tyson Fury winning. <laughs> Probably the most credible opinions in the sport of boxing in which people want to hear, they going for Tyson Fury. Because we don't like to support. That's in our DNA. That's in our DNA. It's not Bobby Arim. It's not Bobby, a.k.a. Dinosaur, a.k.a. Jurassic Park, a.k.a. He got five more years to live. It's not Bobby Aram's fault. That Bud is not selling is your fucking fault. You failed him. The American public, the American culture, you so-called fans failed Bud. You failed Bud. Not Bob. You failed him. Fuck it, let's get these YouTubers to fight in this boxing match. They don't fucking support. Let's put them on the undercard. We all should have. We all should have got up and be like, "How dare you put these YouTubers to and have our boxers in the undercard? How dare you do that to us?" You let that rock. You let that rock.
Americans be hitting on each other. Yes. Yup. That's what we do. Americans hate on each other. Who could deny that? Nobody could come to me and tell me, well, Punch, what you're saying is not true. I don't know. What you're saying is not true. Why you think that that a, an American boxer has to become a villain so he could get some type of attention? Why? Why do, is this myth that an American fighter needs to be the villain so he could get some shine? But a guy like Triple G could keep his mouth shut and get supported. A guy like Manny Pacquiao don't have to say nothing and get supported. A guy like um um who else? Who else? It's a lot of fighters that keep their mouth shut and get supported. Why couldn't like uh and Bud 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 could keep his mouth shut? He don't get supported. He need to talk more. I even say he need to talk more, but I don't say talk more to the group of the fighter. It's just to have more enthusiasm and sell sell the fight. Doesn't necessarily say sell the fight to to, to, to talk shit and do what Hopkins have to do to to, to Trinidad to sell. Because if you just support your fighter. If you think that Bud is pound for pound, and if you think that Bud is one of the great fighters of today, if you think that Earl is one of the great fighters of today, then they shouldn't be selling no damn 100,000 pay-per-view. No, 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 no. Then you get mad because Canelo don't want to fight. Or you mad at Manny Pacquiao don't want to fight. You trying to pander to another culture. No, no. You got to do it on your own. How about pander to the American culture? Speak out for the American culture. America needs to come out and support them. That's why I was so effing surprised. It was when I went to see the fight and I always say the story. I'm breaking up. I always say the story. That when I went to see the Lubin, the Lubin versus um Charlo fight. And Keith Thurman, that same year, just beat Dennis Garcia. Everybody turned down. Deontay Wilder just knocked out his last opponent. They put Keith Thurman in the big screen, and people was booing. And I'm like, yo, 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 yo. How is this guy go back to back with Porter and Dennis Garcia and he's getting booed? They put Earl Spence, people was cheering. They put Deontay Wilder, people was booing. Now, now this crowd predominantly was more American because this was a Lubin and Charlo event. It's not an Hispanic event, nothing not like that. It was predominantly Predominantly Black and Latinos out there Put it that way And I said Yo it's, I, I, I don't get it How is this guy booed When he just fought a back to back And unified How this guy all of a sudden Became a villain How all of a sudden That a heavyweight That's knocking everybody out Becomes a villain in its own country. 
I mean, I know in the heavyweight division we was desperate to see a knockout artist. It, it, we the des it, it heavyweight division was in a coma. It was in a coma. Here comes Deontay Wilder, Anthony Joshua. Deontay Wilder doing his stuff in 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 in, in America, and over time he gets booed. Like if y'all really give a damn when a guy is knocking him out, no, he doesn't got any skills. Yeah, he's knocking people out. That's the only skills we fucking care about. But you want him to tippy toe around the ring. Really? This is us, y'all. This is America, man. That when a guy is knocking everybody out, we say, well, he doesn't box good. He doesn't know how to box. Oh, yeah, because that's what we're looking for when, when he's knocking people out. I know Troy. I like it. That's why that's why Troy, when I spoke to Bill, and, and at one, one point, he like, don't worry, you know what I'm saying? We're going to do this. We're going to do it. I said, no, no, no. Devin Haney has that ability to be Sugar Ray Leonard. He has the smile. These guys have the, 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 the they, 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 they good look, good looking, good looking dudes, man. They could sell themselves. They could sell themselves to the ladies. They could bring some, they, 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 they could do that. They could do that. They don't need to be the villains out there. But people make them out to be a villain. When did Ryan Garcia became a villain? Oh, because you know that the dude could get some chicks and he got that GQ look, right? I hate Ryan. Why is he doing that in social media, doing all that fast shit? Huh? He can't do that in the ring. He can't do that in the ring. We're some haters, man. We're just haters. That's what we are. That's our DNA. That's what we do. We wake up to hate, 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 hate. That's what we do. Then when the whole world catches on and hate on us, we blame it and bring out race cards. Oh, it's because we're this and we come to that. No, we are the media of the world. So when they see us hating each other, everyone else will hate us. When we're killing each other in our neighborhood and the whole world sees it and the news pick up on it, then they come to this country or people that's not in, in, in the inner city doesn't have and they come to the inner city and then they're afraid. They're afraid of, of blacks and Latinos. They're afraid. You know why? Because they see that we kill each other at a high rate. And then when they're scared or, or they, they act a certain way, we call them, oh, fuck, you don't like us? You're racist. No, because they're used to clicking on the TV and seeing us, another person in Harlem, get shot. Another person in Chicago get shot. 17 people got shot over the weekends. 38 people get shot over the weekends. Over the weekends, 38, 28 people got shot in Baltimore. Yes, five 15-year-old females and a three-year-old get hit in a crossfire and get killed. And then when they come into our community and then they be like, and we're like, oh, and they be like this to us. Or, okay, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Then we'd be like, you're racist. You're this. Because the machine has it that we're killing one another, hurting one another. In sports, we hate one another. 
There was one time they had they had this thing. I think it was last year. Last year, no, 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 not last year. I'm lying. A couple of years ago, a couple of years ago, the last year that that yeah, they did a poll. A couple of years ago, they did a poll on who's the most hated athlete. Do you know that LeBron James came as number two? They did a poll to say who's the most hated athletes. And LeBron James came in as number two. Alex Rodriguez came in as number one. So LeBron James, do his thing. Go to chips, work hard, doesn't get in trouble. Has a wife and kids that takes care of him. Speak out when there's things in the community. Lot of work. And he's the second most hated athlete in America? You know why there's a poll like that? Because we are a hating culture. And the more that they put money into a guy like Bud and Bob is like putting Money. Let me get Bob to do a to, to do an interview with Joe Rogan that gets a bunch of millions views, the best podcast, the most traffic podcast. And I'm gonna put Bud Crawford. So now it's Bud Crawford's opportunity to him to sell the fight, sell himself. But when Bud is like this, I mean, yeah, when we are doing this and that and that. I mean, yeah, um, you know, these guys don't want to fight. I mean, all I got to do, I mean, I got to keep doing what I'm doing. Go on, you sell yourself, my brother. Come on, have some some energy, my brother. Have some energy. It's a, look, it's the, uh, bud, I understand. I understand that you might have this demeanor and stuff like that. But we seen you how you are when you were around uh, um, Andre Ward. You bug out. Bud is gully, bro. Bud is street as it comes. You see Bud trash talking when he's on the court, when he's playing ping pong, when he's in the gym, he's always talking trash. So I know he got that energy that he could bring out into these type of interviews. So let's say like Bob or, 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 or top rank representative, when he's doing these interviews, they like this. Come on, Bud, say something catchy. Come on. <sighs> Come on, Bud. Come on. Sell, sell, come on. But I understand the truth hurts. I understand. I understand the truth hurts. I understand. You know why? And you know why I will get I will I will get a reputation. Not a reputation, but people will be like, yo, you heard what Punch said. Punch is saying shit about us and saying shit like that. Yo, he hate. Yo, he don't think he's this. He don't think he's that. You know why? Because I have the boss who justify things that happen in our culture. I I I speak about the negativity in within our culture, but my culture does not want me to tell you what really happens in our culture because they see it as a yo, don't 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 bring out our dirty laundry. 
That's why people get mad at Punch. That's why people get mad at me. That's why people want to call these type of names that is fucking stupid. Because I'm willing to let you know and let the people know our dirty laundry. How ugly our culture is. The ugly part of our culture. Because we do have a beautiful culture. And a positive sign. But the ugly is just it's overwhelming. We don't take accountability. That's within our culture that we don't take accountability. And just that goes into the sports world too. That our culture don't have accountability. We don't want to take accountability. You wanna we blame we wanna blame everybody else for our shortcomings. And we always have that. We always have that that racist card in our back pocket to get out of anything, to use it as an excuse. We have this racist card in our back pocket all the time. So when there's something that's not going well, I'm not getting what I feel like I deserve. It's because I'm racist. It's because you're racist. That's why. I'm not selling. Why you don't promote me like you promote Vasilo Machinko? Huh? Huh? <laughs> racist car back in the back pocket. I'm trying to stop a cab. I'm trying to stop a cab. <laughs> why you ain't stop for me? It's because I'm black, huh? No, no, no. What are you talking about, my friend? I ain't black too. No, it's because I'm black. Norman, what are you talking about? I didn't see you. Oh, what you trying to say? Because nighttime and I'm black and you couldn't see me? <laughs> Rachel's car back in the back pocket. That's what we do. Every time. Every time the racist car. And I'm talking about Americanized. I'm even talking about Latin, like I said earlier, like Latin, uh, uh, Latin America, that's, that's Caribbean Latin American, Caribbean Latin American that adopted American culture. Yes, also. Yes, you too. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it honest. That's the way I keep it. Y'all can tippy-toe. Y'all can tippy-toe all y'all want. Nah, I don't tippy-toe. Sorry. I say, I say how it is. And the thing is, you can't say I'm lying. You can hate what I'm saying. You can hate what I'm saying. You can be mad to hear what I'm saying. But you know what you can't say? It's punches lying. You can't say that. No, no, no. As much as it hurts, you can't say that I'm lying. This guy punches wildin'. Saying that every time we get into a, into, into a thing that we're going to pull a racist car. We go up there. Yo, he said that we got a racist card in our back pocket. And every time where we have a shortcoming, we're going to throw that racist card. This guy is a fucking idiot. Shoot So if Buzz not selling, it's Bob Aram's fault. Bob Aram, the most prestige, whether you hate it, love him, is the most prestige promoter ever in America. Ever in boxing, put it that way. Ever in boxing. So when Bob Aram is saying, I keep losing money with Bud, I keep losing money with Bud, and then we're all getting mad, but it's your job, Bob. You're doing a bad job of promoting. No, I know who Bob, who, who, who Bud Crawford is. Bud Crawford. Everybody knows him in boxing. 
But when you have numbers like 60,000, like 110,000, so to say, probably didn't even crack 100,000, you failed, bud. Y'all failed, bud. It wasn't bud. It wasn't Bob. Y'all failed, bud. Because the Filipino people do not fail Manny Pacquiao. It doesn't matter if you win or lose. The Filipino people would not, would not fail Manny Pacquiao. The Mexican people would not fail Canelo Alvarez. The UK people would not fail Anthony Joshua. And you can't bring that racist card on Anthony Joshua. The Kazakhstan people will not fail Triple G. So you know what? Because the Kazakhstan people won't fail Triple G, the zone comes here, Triple G. Here's this morning. Here's this morning because your supporters love you. You bring in the fans. You got loyal fan base that love you. They stick to you whether you win or whether you lose. Even if you shoot up and eat those, 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 those Mexican meat, don't worry. They still support you. No me importas lo que esos canelos lo que estabas comiendo. Por es un peleador que muy fuerte, muy bueno. Los queremos. Do you hear Canelo Alvarez complain about that he doesn't get the support that he deserves? Punch, if a promoter fighter isn't selling it, it's a combination of the two things. You are not marketing your fighter well or your fighter is fighting. I believe that I believe that Buck Crawford, Troy, I believe that Buck Crawford is promoted beautifully. But when it's time for him to talk, and then you add that. With the American culture that don't know how to support and be loyal to its countrymen, then you get the numbers that Bud Crawford gets. Again, one of the greatest, uh, one of the, a bunch of our great greatest fighters that ever got paid real well is because they was hated. Punch Crawford is promoted beautifully. Explain. He's always he's you know, ESPN. How he's not getting promoted? Bob Arum talks about Bud all the time. People got Bud in their mouth all the time. When they do a pound for pound list, Bud is number one, two, three. You can flip it around all the time. It has nothing to do with Bob at this point. At this point, at this point of, of Bud's career, he shouldn't need a promoter. At this point, age 33, he don't need a promoter. Just like Canelo don't need a promoter. Just like Can uh, uh, Hoya doesn't need a pro didn't need a promoter. Just like Floyd didn't need a promoter. Marquez didn't really need a promoter, really. Cotto really didn't need a promoter. That's it. He was a household name. Where he fell short. When he got numbers like a hundred thousand, a hundred thousand, 
with Amir Khan. That's not that's not promotional problem. That's not promotional problem. That's America's problem. That's what I'm saying, Troy. Why are we blaming on everybody else? Well, I mean, why are we blaming on, on, on Bob? I'm blaming on Bob. I know Bob's work. We know Bob's work. That's why Bob is the most prestige promoter in the sport of boxing. We know Bob's work. Bob will get you the interviews that you need to they need to get in the in, in the platforms, in the in the good platforms. Bob will put you right there in Nebraska, you know, feel me, with at college football and their ratings. They try with Bud. Bud gotta deliver when he gets the mic. He gotta deliver. Hey Punch, you said there are other channels talking about you. That's okay because they will still follow you and copy you. Because haters are number fan. Yeah. Because haters are number fan, brother. Number one fans. Yep. Carlo, good looking out, my brother. How could he be losing money? He must be betting on another guy. I, don't know. I think he might get bronze at the next Olympic. Americans have too many fighters. They can support and Bud doesn't have the charisma. I don't think it's that I don't think it's that either, man. There's a lot of American fighters, but there's not a lot of American fighters like Bud Crawford. There's a lot of American fighters, but not like a like not like a Bud Crawford. And then you have, for example, then you have channels that when they talk they try to diminish one to up. To up another one. They will try to diminish Bud. To up a Spence. That's our culture too. Bring one down. Bring one up. At the end of the day. It still does a disservice. It still does a disservice to two brothers. Just like Anthony Joshua. And, 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 and Deontay Wilder. Smash the like button. I just want to know where I'm lying at, bro. I mean, we could agree. I could, I could understand if somebody want to disagree, but I want to see where am I lying at? These guys are not refusing to fight. Bud Crawford has to take accountability that he made a business decision that was going to make it hard for him to fight these fighters. Bud Crawford made a business decision that will make it hard for him to fight these fighters. Manny Pacquiao made a business decision that will make it easier for, for him to get these fights. But let's go back to what the what the thumbnail said. Let's go back to the title that Danny Sof Garcia would throw a monkey wrench in this Bud versus Spence shenanigans. Y'all don't want to fight, don't fight. Y'all don't want to fight, don't fight. 
Don't fight. You already have a bunch of windows. I never seen so many windows for this fight to happen. They had a uh, they had three opportunities. Earl Spence had a voluntary with Mikey Garcia. That could have been the opportunity right there. He had a voluntary with Danny Garcia. Had an opportunity right there. They could have made this fight happen. They could have made this fight happen. And just like in the 154-pound division, Tony Harrison, he threw a monkey wrench because at the time, Heard was supposed to be fighting Charlo. That was the fight to make. They got greedy. Here comes Tony Harrison. Oh, my fault, my fault, my fault, my fault, my fault. J-Rock. He threw the monkey wrench. J-Rock threw the monkey wrench. In the heavyweight division, Ryan Gar uh, 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 um, Andy Ruiz threw the monkey wrench. December 5th, Danny Silva Garcia will throw that monkey wrench. And I'm going to be applauding after that. The welterweight division is going to be humbled. And you know what? A Dennis of Garcia win will make the welterweight division even more interesting. Even more interesting. Because I believe already that, he, that, that these guys, nobody's head and above or shoulders above anybody. But Dennis of Garcia wins, and it could be a rematch with Thurman. It could be a rematch with Porter. Porter, then, all of, then, then, then this becomes a great, a respected division. Because I don't think that people auto automatically respects this division. Yeah, I just want to have two people and just praise them and praise them and praise them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I said before, Sean Porter, he humbled everybody. Danny Swift Garcia, he going to throw that monkey wrench. And a lot of people going to have that in their back pocket. It was the car crash. If it wasn't for the car crash, he would have knocked out the, um, Danny Garcia. If it wasn't for the car crash, yo. Yo, he's just not the same fighter anymore. He's just, nah, nah, nah. Danny Silva Garcia had that capability before the car crash. Don't put on the car crash. No, ain't no excuses around here. These fighters don't need no excuses. We, we've heard excuses enough, right? For the past year. Nah, 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 nah. You signed that contract. You say you 100%. Your trainer says you're 100%. Today, a guy like Earl Spence said that he's in the best shape of his life. And I know a lot of fighters say that. I don't want to hear no damn excuse. Do not come to my channel with the fucking car accident excuse. He signed that contract. He said he's 100%. His trainer said I will not put Earl Spence in the ring if he doesn't believe he's 100%. He said he's stronger than ever. Earl Spencer, he says he feels better than ever. If Danny Swift Garcia beats Earl Spence, you fucking swallow that car accident excuse. I don't want to hear it. Don't waste my time with that bullshit. Oh, no, but, you know, if you have a car accident and stuff like that, you don't know how weak his jaw, my, my. No, no. Nah. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it.
Again, ladies and gentlemen, if you ain't know I'm running for a political official coming 2024, I'm running for political official. Vote for your boy, Punch Run Boxing. I'm voting. I am going for political official. I hope you can vote for me. Get ready. I need some signatures and stuff like that. Yes. Yes. Punch Run Boxing is going for political official. If y'all ain't know, I'm going for political official. And the first thing I will do is vote for me. I will abolish child support, ladies and gentlemen. I will abolish child support. Men. Men, fathers, I am here for you. We gonna burn family core system down. We're gonna burn it down to the ground. Yeah, yeah. Can I get your vote, ladies and gentlemen? Yes, vote for me. I will abolish child support. We gonna bring the family core system down, down. They're destroying the family. They're destroying our 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 children. Yes, we're gonna bring it down to the ground. Vote for Punch Ron Boston, aka Mr. Moonshine himself. I am going for political official 2024. Yeah, vote for me. Vote for me. Vote for me. <laughs> vote for your boy. You got my vote, Carl. You got my. I got your vote. Thank you very much, Mister. I got your vote. Let me know, man. Let me know y'all going to vote for me, man. I need some like what ten thousand signatures, man. <laughs> I need ten thousand signatures, man. You play this video, man. My mom. Why can't nobody get this belt? WBC, they could give anybody a belt. WBA, give anybody a belt. One thing they can't give is this one. You got to earn that one. You got to beat the man to beat a man. Damn right. You heard what he said. You heard what he said. <laughs> he said 10 signatures from deadbeats. Ah, well, I need the votes. I need the votes. <laughs> need the damn votes. Danny has a big chance of beating um, Errol Spence Jr. This is the chance to prove himself. Boxing fans that is right there along with the top welterweights. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Been saying Ring Magazine is the real belt. Yes, sir. Now that's a champion. That's what I'm talking about. It's a real champion. A true, a true, a true champion. A true champion. Punch, you should have burned it down before my divorce and saved me a lot of money. <laughs> Punch, you should have burned it down before my divorce and saved me a lot of money in jail time. Damn, true. I don't worry, but I'm fighting for guys like you, buddy. Buddy, I'm fighting like I'm fighting for guys like you, Troy. Don't worry. I got your back, ladies and gentlemen. I got your back. I got your back. Instead of instead of people out there supporting Bud buying his pay-per-view. But this is the way y'all acted. This is the way y'all acted when it was time to support Bud Crawford. 
This is the way y'all acted when it was time to support Buck Crawford. But y'all want to blame it on Bob Arum. But this is what people remind me of when they act like they don't want to support Bud Crawford. This is, this, this is, you'd be like, yo, there's a Bud Crawford. This is how much you got to pay for pay-per-view. This is how y'all act. This is how y'all act when Bud Crawford, when y'all don't want to support Bud Crawford. $40. Look, man, $35. That's the lowest I can go. You're killing me. Mm-hmm. Okay, $35. Yeah. Ooh, thank you. Squeeze my tiny ass up in this. Upstage these bitches up in here. You like this girl? Cute. <laughs> That's how y'all act. That's how y'all act when y'all don't want to support Bud Crawford. That's how y'all act. That's how y'all act when y'all don't want to support Bud Crawford. Just exactly like that. You cheapos. American. That's the American culture. That's the American culture. And nowadays, those are the American men. Just like that. Straight up beta males. That's the American culture. That's the men that we're building today in America. Forty dollars. Forty dollars. Forty dollars. Look, man. <laughs> yep. That's that's the American. That's 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 how Bud Crawford's. You know. Yo, my <laughs> Tony, what's good, my brother? Much respect, punch your box in the chat, smash the like button. Yeah, yeah, smash the like button. Show support for the hard work. Yeah. Tell them. Tell them. These are the type of people that bitch around talking about, well, Bud doesn't sell this because of Bobby. These are the, you remind me of this. This is what you remind me of. That's how you remind me, you fucking complainers. It's not Bobby's fault. It's your fault. That's what you remind me of. <laughs> That's how they remind me of. A bunch of beta males complaining. Oh, it's Bobby's fault. It's Bob Aaron's fault. Nah, man. It's not Bob's fault. That you don't support your own. Do not support American fighters. <sighs> Don't. They don't support you, man. Americans have let you down, bud. Bud, Americans have let you down. The fans of boxing, the American fans of boxing have let you down. It's not Bob. It's not PBC. It's the American fans. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. <sighs> Had to tell him.
But if one's a quack, the other one is a quack, like I said earlier. If one's a quack, the other one is a quack too. Quack, quack, quack. Quack, quack, and motherfucking quack again. Yep, yep, yep. Mike Tyson gonna be fighting close, and that fight is gonna happen close, man. I can't wait that event. How come they come out for Wilder? I feel like everybody should have came out for Wilder. Meaning, like, respectful-wise. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody should have be a fan of Wilder knocking everybody out. But instead, we were trying to break him down and say that he can't box. Teddy Atlas saying that Deontay Wilder can't fight was a disgrace comment. Because if he can't fight, Shit, then what the hell's fighting is? But fellas, I don't know, man. I don't know. Do you remember back then when Americans were supportive of our fighters, huh? Sugar Ray Leonard's of the world, the Tommy Hearns of the world, huh? Do you remember that time, those times? Hmm? Do you remember those times? Nobody was complaining. Nobody was saying that, oh, it needs to be a Mexican and black fighters so they could so people could tune in. You remember? Sugar Ray Leonard, Hagler, Leonard, Hearns, even Zab Judah versus Mayweather. Huh? We wanted Deontay Wilder versus AJ, Lennox Lewis. Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson, Holyfield, Muhammad Ali, Sonny Liston, Muhammad Ali, Foreman, Muhammad Ali, Frazier. That's a myth. Somebody lied to you. Who lied to you saying that, that Mexicans and black fighters need to fight because that's what makes the most money? No, that's a lie. That's a myth. A Mexican and a Mexican can make great money and it happens in Mexico too. Morales and Marquez didn't fight. That could have been one of the best Mexican fights ever. It happens in those different cultures as well. But they don't blame other coaches for not taking care of what they needed to do in their culture. This is what our, we do. We blame everybody else. We blame everybody else. No accountability. No accountability. So, yeah. So, yesterday, shout out to George Cambosos Jr. For, giving, for, for you know, it was an honor to interview another fighter, another modern day warrior, modern day gladiator. It was an honor. And I was saying yesterday that people have the nerve, the nerve to say that Teofimo Lopez should not fight Cambosos Jr., why is Teofimo Lopez is on the verge of fighting his mandatory? I'm reading and I'm seeing videos. How dare Teofimo Lopez fight his mandatory? Ooh, he's ducking. He's ducking um Tank. He's ducking Haney. How dare him 
fight his mandatory. Who is he? Who is he? The same people complain that Lomachenko ain't fight his mandatory. Why he was trying to go fight another guy with a belt. No! How dare you, Loma? Don't fight your mandatory. Oh, when it comes to Teofimo Lopez fighting his mandatory, is how dare he fight his mandatory? You see when stupid narratives takes over? Do you see how stupid people sound? Yeah, Carlo. I hear that. Um, that uh, Teofimo Lopez is going to be fighting Camboso Jr. That's He's ducking. He's ducking Devin Haney. He's ducking Devin Haney. He's ducking Javante Tane Davis. He's ducking. He's ducking. He's ducking. How the fuck he's going to fight Camboso's mandatory and shit like that? How the fuck he's going to fight his mandatory? But when it came to Loma technically not fighting his mandatory, he ain't fighting his mandatory. He ain't fighting his mandatory. He's fucked up. He ducked them. Hey, he ducked. So you're trying to say that Tiafim Lopez is going to be ducking Cambosa? Or are you going to have an outcry? Are you going to, if Devin Haney, if, if Tiafim Lopez fights Devin Haney, are you going to have a videos and an outcry that he didn't fight Devin Haney? That he ducked Cambosa? Are you going to come out with a video? No, no, no. You're not going to come out with a video. That's what I mean about that. There's channels out there that just don't want to, don't want to keep it real. Unbossedly, logically, and objectively. Wow, 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 wow. Punch, Leonard, Hearns, Tyson were built for greatness. These fighters today are not. Big bag chasers, period. That's why these fighters will never reach the status of the past fighters. I think that, I believe that, but I also believe it's our duty. It's our responsibility to... Troy, it's our responsibility to be supportive of our fighters. The reason why the Sugar Ray Lenders of the world and the Mike Tyson of the world is that, yes, the promoter is doing their jobs to build them, but it, it takes the people. It takes the people to come out and support them. People are not supporting Bud. Not because... um um um, It's not because... Bob Arum lost his way in promoting. This is this is second nature. He's promoting. People just that does not want to support. They don't want to support. We've become a culture that hates. That hates. We're generated by hate. It's a culture. It's an American culture. It's not a race culture. It's an American culture. We do not want to support our own. We are desperate to see downfalls. Downfalls and downfalls. We like downfalls and celebrate comebacks. Yeah, Carlo. People hate the Charlos. People hate Adrian Broner. When Adrian Broner was a three-division world champion in, in, in the span of, of, what, 12, 12, 13 months? It used to be about the challenge and pride. Now it's who you draw, the biggest crowd, not the best fighter, just my thoughts. Yeah, Tony. I think I, I, I think it's, it's so much. It's, it's, it's just they come. People's always gonna come with a narrative to push somebody down. 
Like when I say that Teofimo Lopez was morally undisputed, it's because we all understand in the boxing world that the WBC was playing this fucking shenanigans, right? The WBC was letting us down. But we're smarter than that. We know what the WBC is doing. But you really know that Lomachenko was the real champion. So this is why I was pumping morally. This is undisputed. This guy is an undisputed champion. This guy's undisputed. He beat the man to be the man. We know who earned the WBC. We know who earned the WBA. We know who earned the IBF. We know who earned the WBO. We know who earned the Ring Magazine. So we all should have been on deck. But what we do? What we do? No. He's four division. He, he just got four belts. No, 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 no. Come on, man. We know. We know the truth. And then you got credible, credible opinion. Then you got credible opinion like Flo Mayweather. He comes out and says, Tank is the real champion of the WBA. We do it to ourselves, man. We do it to ourselves. We do it to ourselves, man. We do it to ourselves. We just want to blame everybody else for our shortcomings. If Aaron was such a good damn promoter, why do fighters do so much better? When they leave him. Because he. That's the reason Troy. That's the reason. You think without Bob Arum. They would be who they are now. No. Come on Troy. That's not fair to say. That's like if you go to school. And then after you graduate. You become a multi-millionaire. But it took that school to get you to become that millionaire. So that's not even a fair assessment. You're supposed to be better. You're supposed to already be better. But don't take away those period of time, those years that Bob Arum did, every, did, did, everything, did everything for you so you could get that type of money on your own. That's like your kids. You mold them, you teach them, and then they go on to the world to their own and survive. And then it relates back to you of the teaching that you give them. They supposed to leave the nest. They supposed to. You're set up. Canelo Alvarez is set up to be on his own. All right, Troy. Good night, my brother. Good night. God bless. Kiss thy feet. I say. <laughs> yeah, as much. Yo. People have a, ro a roller coaster feeling with, with Bob Arum. He's bad. He's good. He's an idiot sometimes. He's an asshole. But he's great. What I'm saying, Bob Arum keeps on going. Bob Arum is still out there. Bob Arum, top rank. When the coronavirus hit, who was the boxer promoter that was putting out fights first? Bob Arum. Oh, now people want to complain about Bob Arum, huh? People want to complain about Bob Arum. Who's the first one? Who's the first boxing promoter that was putting boxing out there? Give that, give that old crusty man his respect. Give the old man his damn respect.
people, people should give Danny Garcia his respect. People should give Danny Garcia his respect. Y'all talking about Bud. Y'all talking about Bud and Spence like ain't nobody going to fight in December 5th that's, that's highly qualified to beat uh, Earl Spence. So wait, they take what they learned from Abram and made themselves better? Then that leads back to Abram. Why couldn't they get to that high level? They already in that high level, Troy. Troy, before he left, let's, let's not forget that a guy like Flo Mayweather, guy like Flo Mayweather, for Oscar de la Hoya. Oscar de la Hoya, that fight is what changed Pretty Boy to Money Mate. Golden Boy was promoting the events of Mayweather after that. This evolution of everything. That's this is life. That's that's what we do. That's why we go to school. That's why we go to college. Are you gonna stay in college forever, Troy? No, you graduate, you learn everything, and you pay money, and you pay your dues, and then you go out there with that degree or whatever. And then you go get a job and you make way more than what you would have thought of. That's what we do. You think Canelo Alvarez, even that he'd be unhappy with Oscar De La Hoya, you think Canelo Alvarez will beat Canelo Alvarez without Golden Boy Oscar De La Hoya on his hip? Come on. What did George Foreman tell Bob? Bob, George Foreman was chasing Bob. Bob signed George Foreman, but did George Foreman kept his mouth shut? Did George Foreman just stay as the old George Foreman? Or George Foreman started talking and started selling? It takes two. It's a partnership. It's a partnership. It's not like, here, now you got to do all the work. For that, don't do no interviews, don't do no press conferences and stuff like that. You got to st still, st still sell the fight. See, then there's guys like, for example, a Keith Thurman and a Manny Pacquiao, right? And I'm going to give you an example about you still have to sell the fight. You cannot depend on the promoter. Who's the promotion for that fight? Who's the promotional company that was promoting Manny Pacquiao versus Keith Thurman. Who's the promotional company that was promoting Manny Pacquiao versus Keith Thurman? Can anybody answer me that? I'm going to make my point. Nah. The promotional company... That was promoting Keith Thurman versus Manny Pacquiao. What promotional company? I want you to... TMT.
Mayweather Promotions and who else? Mayweather Promotions. Did Flo Mayweather came out at any time to promote that fight? No, no, no. It wasn't PBC. PVC is not a promotional company. Who's the promotional companies? It was Mayweather Promotions. And Tom, what's his name? Tom, what's his name? Mayweather Promotions. How many times you saw? Do you see Flo Mayweather promotion? Do you see Flo Mayweather promoting that fight for 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 Manny Pacquiao and Keith Thurman? No. Maybe if he would have done his job, they would have sold more. But Tom Gibbons, I don't think that's his last name. It's not Tom Gibbons. Tom Brown. Manny Pacquiao promotions. Right. Maybe the promotion was also there. So now we know when you do pay-per-view, you get back end money, right? And this is what I mean about Bud. You saw the fight. Regardless, do what your promotion is doing. But you know why you also saw the fight? Because the back end money. It's also your responsibility. You should want the more back end money that you should that you could get. So Keith Thurman is selling. It's not just to sell for Manny Pacquiao. It's just not to talk shit to Manny Pacquiao. The more that he sells the fight, the more he gets on that back end of a pay-per-view. If he keeps his mouth shut, that eight, ten million that he got could have been seven. Six million. But you go out there and promote your own fight. Bud Crawford should have promoted his fight. Not wait for Bob. You use that promotional company and then you use your mouth. Just like Flo Mayweather did. It's pay-per-view. And you get more in the back end of your money. You get more in the back end than what you're guaranteed to get paid. So it's your job to sell. Do it for you. Exactly. You have to sell yourself, build your own hype, make yourself great, let your mouth say what you need, and your hands show your worth. Exactly. 
A lot of people be like, well, but all he has to do is go inside the ring. That's his job. No, that's his job to sell the fight as well. This is price fighting. It's part of the business. It's part of the industry. It's just like the best wrestlers. People may laugh or people may think that it's fake. The best wrestlers are the ones that know how to talk and sell themselves. Vince McMahon is a promoter. You got to promote. Promote yourself. Carlo, no, he is. That's what I was saying earlier. That 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 Book Crawford knows how to trash talk. Just see where he goes. Look how he goes back and forth for Andre Ward every time they're together. Or he's Shakur Stevenson. Or any of his friends when he's in the gym. Crawford is the loudest guy there. But then when it's time for Book Crawford to actually promote his fight, then he on some quiet shit. When he now has to be the loud one, when he now has to be this type of guy that show his character and his personality, he don't want to do it. Exactly, exactly, Sarah. But anyway, I just think that um, Bud, Bud should sell himself. I believe that. People are, are overlooking Danny Sof Garcia. And don't be surprised if Danny Sof Garcia throws that monkey wrench. Don't be surprised. And you know what? This Bud and Crawford, Bud, Bud and Spence shenanigans, I'm all right with Danny Sof Garcia throwing that monkey wrench. You know what? It will even make the welterweight division even more, more epic. Because now you know you don't know who's going to win. Anybody can win. No more hype. I'd rather have the whole division hype than just two guys. I'd rather have the whole top six have the hype. You don't know who's going to win. And each of these fights are good. That's why we like the Roberto Duran and the Leonard and the Hagler and the Hearns. It needs a whole. It needs, it, it need, it needs more than just two fighters. Daddy Garcia is going to be throwing a monkey wrench December 5th. I said it here first. And if he loses, everybody's welcome to bash me. Everybody's welcome back to bash me. And give me the I told you so party. I guess Spence might be down, but would be nice. And Spence is looking strong too, man. Spence is looking strong. I even left the IG post. I said, yo, this dude is looking strong, man. In the end of the day, Errol Spence was always a good kid, a good, a good kid, a good guy. Raised well. You know, you get your money and then, you know, you meet new people and stuff like that. And then, you know, you want to have fun. More fun than you can handle. And that's what happened to Earl Spence. Great father. God has given him a second chance. He does look strong. He don't look drained. He does look strong. Look like he's been working. He's been working hard. Remember, he's an Olympian. He knows what it takes. He knows what it takes. But Danny Swift Garcia also knows what it takes, too. Just don't be surprised if Dennis Garcia beats Earl Spence. And if that if Earl Spence stops Danny Garcia, that also separates yourself. You stop Danny Sof Garcia, that separates yourself. Just like if you stop Sean Porter, that separates yourself. Just like if you stop O'Keefe, that separates yourself. Let's see if Earl Spence does stop 
Danny Garcia because that right there would definitely separate himself. I don't see it, but we'll see. Y'all, I'm about to time out, y'all. Tomorrow, I'm going live again. Shout out to everybody, man. God bless each and every one of y'all. Thanks for rocking with your boy. I love y'all. Peace out. About to go to sleep. I need my sleep. I love y'all. God bless. And on to the next.